Hello? Stevie? Hey. Hang on a second. Let me get Kaylee. Hello? Talila. Hi. Hey. Hello. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Uh, how was Thanksgiving? Well, as you guys know, I was planning to take a long trip home. You were going to go see your mom in Chicago and your dad in Iowa. Yes, I was going to go for like a long stretch over the holidays. On the train? On the train, yeah. In a sleeper car? In a sleeper car, yes. Which which you've never done? (laughs) Which I've never done. And my boyfriend was going to come with me and meet my family. Um, And I ended up canceling it last minute because of... You know, COVID. <laughs> you ever heard of it? Um, but I think then I realized how much the past couple months I had been holding on to like, oh, well, in November I'm going to travel and that'll be like something different. And then as soon as I was faced with the prospect of just staying in my apartment and continuing to do the same stuff, I got very depressed. When's the last time you saw your mom? Uh, it was now over a year ago. This is also the first Thanksgiving of my entire life that I've not been with my mom. Yeah. So I was feeling sad about that. Um, There's this crab dip that I make every year for Thanksgiving that I used to make with my grandma when I was a kid. And um, then when my grandma died, it was just like the thing that I would make and bring to Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's not Thanksgiving without crab dip. So... My mom suggested we each make the crab dip separately and then we could get on a Zoom and eat it together. Hello! <laughs> I have I'm my start, crab dip. Do you dip. care if I start crying? No. I just haven't seen you in so long and it's just really good to see you. No. You look good, honey. Thanks. And my mom also mailed me some of the stuff for the crab dip to make sure that I had all the ingredients I needed, which was very nice. Um, and we ate our crab dip at the same time. All right, I'm ready. Okay, wait, let me get my chip. Okay, dip away. All right, I'm dipped. Me too. All Here right. we go. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Said like what we were thankful for, which is something we try to do every year. Okay, you want to go first? Yeah, I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for you. (laughs) Just made me feel connected in a time that was feeling kind of isolated. So I'm grateful for that. Stevie, how, how how was your Thanksgiving? So Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. All you have to do is, like, eat and be pleasant. Like, what could be better? But this year, I did not go home. Um, And a number of my friends here in Brooklyn also weren't going home. And so I was like, well, why don't I host Thanksgiving this year? And um, probably because it's been so long since I've been able to cook for people, which is something that I love to do. I was, like, so excited and had, like, everything ready and staged so it would be done exactly when everyone showed up. And I was, like, like I felt like a puppy waiting for, like, its owners to come home from vacation. Like, I was just, like, waiting by the bell. Hello? I was like, you're here? Okay, yeah, come on up. Like, I was, like, so overeager about it. Oh Happy Thanksgiving. Happy oh Thanksgiving. God. Come in, come in. We did it outside on my roof. 
Oh, nice. It was a nice day here. It was such a nice day. It was so warm. We were, like, really lucky with the weather. Um, I made a ton of food. I pretended I was, like, cooking for, like, 12 people. Wow. I I don't know. Like, there was so much planning that went into doing that responsibly. It's like we all got tested and we're quarantining and, like, it was, like, group email after group email after group email talking about, like, your negative test and, like, when you got it and how you're not going to see people. And it was, like, a lot of work, honestly, to make everybody feel comfortable. But I don't know. I was just really grateful that everybody was willing to sort of, like, make it happen. Hmm. It felt even more special this year, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I have this pie. It's apple and onion and gruyere. But... Also, if we have snacks, I don't want to fill up. We don't have to eat it. Yeah, I don't want to fill up. But I do think we should eat that. What about you, Jonathan? What did? How was your Thanksgiving? It was fun. Uh, I mean, it was just me and Emily and Augie. Yeah, Aki was really excited about all the different foods. He was um, he was very curious about what stuffing was. Mm-hmm. He had never had stuffing. That was a lively conversation. And, and, and what is stuffing? Uh, stuff. Well, yeah, it's stuff that you stuff inside the uh, turkey. No, you don't really do that anymore. That's you're out of fashion. What do you mean you don't stuff a turkey anymore? It's just sort of like robbing the turkey of his dignity. So you think that that the turkey, killing the turkey, that doesn't rob it of its Probably. dignity? But setting that aside, you feel at least like, well, you know, he gave somebody a good meal and we can respect him for that. I, uh, I asked Augie what he was grateful for. Mm-hmm. He's going to be four in a couple of days. So half of like the things that he says is like really kind of like sweet and profound. And the other half is just complete nonsense. <laughs> How do you like, mean? Like he was saying, like we asked him what he was grateful for and he was like, um, mama and papa and my family. But then in the same breath as he's doing this list, he's like, What's that? What? There's a series of books called Sweet Pickles where there's like all these different characters like Worried Walrus and Fix-It Camel. Mm. Kidding kangaroos, this irredeemable <laughs> jerk. All he does is mean pranks on people. And I try to explain to Augie about how like, the lesson to learn here is that, like, if you do something mean and then say it's a joke, it doesn't make it funny. Mm. But he thinks Kidding Kangaroo is great. Right. And we spent uh, uh, some of the night trying to get him to look inside his heart. No, you cannot. This is for real, Augie. Yes. You have to be serious in yeah, your You heart. have to close your eyes and think about what you're really thankful for. And wait for everything and the whole family. And kidding kangaroo and everything. Like kidding kangaroo. It's funny. <laughs> I love kidding kangaroo. You know, you know what I, I'm giving thanks for? What? And always, not just Thanksgiving Day, but every day. Us. To our, well, no, to our sponsors <laughs> and to you oh. guys. Sure, yes, but. Fundamentally, it's the sponsors because they're the ones that uh, allow us to pay for our microphone batteries. Uh, so um, let's pay homage to them, shall we? 
Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. I wanted to talk about music. Sure. Let's have a conversation about music. Okay. Do you like music? Yeah, I do. (laughs) Controversial. Stevie, do you like music? I mean, I I guess. I don't actually have, like, very strong feelings about music. Seems like we have ourselves a real point-counterpoint situation here. (laughs) (laughs) This conversation about music reminds me of a conversation about music that I just was having uh, just the other day with my friend Gregor. You like music? Do I like music? I like the way you ease your interview subject into the interview with softball questions to begin with. <laughs> I actually, um, I've been giving a lot of thought to music lately because um, music was this really important thing in my life, and it still is, but I think um, isn't, isn't as much in my kids' lives as my own. Mm-hmm. After school, there'd be these rumbles between sort of two teams of boys fighting each other about the Stones versus the Who, and you just get in there and beat the hell out of each other. And and again, like nowadays it seems as though young people can like a vast array of things. Whereas before, like we wasted so much time pulling our hair out over, you know, the Beatles or the Rolling Stones. That's obviously why our generation is bald and younger people have much more hair. They really do, yeah. My kids are into like EDM and not even passionate about it. They're just, I'm like, oh, what are you listening to? And he's like, oh, just EDM. Not even like a song or a name or an artist. It's just that's what they're listening to. I don't know, but there's a. Uh, I was hope that there's the sound a new of you crop. breathing? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> breathing air through your that nose? That was. That was, yeah. Why? Oh my God. <laughs> that was upsetting. It sounded like a tea kettle boiling. <laughs> you got me all off track. The point is, even to my own ears, it sounds all tinny and funny when I'm like, there used to be a man named Eric Clapton, and he used to play cover songs, and people called him a god. And they're like, oh, cool. People used to write graffiti, I remember, on the school wall that said, Eric Clapton is God. Right. Like, people risk their lives to actually spray paint that. They'd go on top of the roof of the gym and hang down and write it several stories off the ground. Yeah, it was everywhere, and people would scratch it into notebooks, and it was a whole tribal identification with Eric Clapton. But in my band, this is the point I'm trying to make to you, we played the song Cocaine. Wait, hang on a second. What about this band? The band. Yeah. You had a band? Yeah. Why? This is the first I'm hearing of this. I was in a band for about 15 years. What was the name of the band? It had different names over the years, but... What were some of the names? I can't even remember these names. (laughs) I know you can't. (laughs) (laughs) The first name of the band, which is probably the most embarrassing name, was Shadowfax, named after the horse in um, Lord of the Rings. 
Shadow Facts. Hmm. So it's like a, do you guys like do like songs in Elvish? Yes, we did songs in Elvish. <laughs> uh, it's been uh, it's been nice chatting with you. It's been really interesting. You know, I'm not sure that it gets us anywhere, but I always enjoy our talks. Who, who, who is this character? This is everyone I have ever talked to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't say that That's I, your imp- I, I, I you're, we're going to consider you for this, but I enjoyed our talk. Really interesting. It's always interesting talking to Gregor. <laughs> no, but I mean, but seriously, though, does that seem true that your generation, that you guys don't feel as defined by your choices in music? Like you can like all the music. I think when we were younger, though, I remember like Backstreet Boys versus yeah. Sync being a big totally. thing. Totally. And wh- which were you guys? I said I was a Backstreet Boys, but then like a couple years out, I was like, why did I think that? Because NSYNC's music is way better. <laughs> Kaylee, I'm the same way. I think really? that like, <laughs> yes, I think that I had a vague awareness that like maybe it was like cooler to say you like the Backstreet Boys, but like I couldn't even name a Backstreet Boys song and like NSYNC is what I listened to. Yeah. During quarantine, I've been spending a lot more time listening to music with Augie. What kind of stuff are you guys listening to? Just a lot of music that I liked when I was a kid. Uh, I played him uh, The Clashes, Should I Stay or Should I Go, for the first Mm -hmm. time a little while ago. And after every song, I always ask him, what do you think? And like after... Should I stay or should I go? He was just silent, and I was like, Augie, like, what, what, what do you think? <laughs> and he's just, like, looking off into the distance, and then he says, I think he should stay. <laughs> and, he, and I was like, oh, yeah? And he's like, yeah. Like, he, he was like, it's, it's easy. It's easier. I think he was just imagining how hard it is for him to go anywhere, especially, like, now in the winter in Minnesota, yeah. to put on a snowsuit yeah. and his boots. To him, it was just, like, a referendum on whether you should go outside in the cold yeah. <laughs> or stay inside and eat snacks. And he was like, yeah, no, I think you should stay. Um, I, when I was a little kid, like younger than Augie, like really like an infant, my dad used to, whenever I was crying, he would play Can't Touch This. Then I would stop crying. Oh, wow. Yeah. He would like pick me up and dance around and. Oh, yeah. That's really, that's very sweet. Look at my eyes, man. You can't touch this. Did you guys have the experience of making mixtapes? Oh, I only ever made mixed CDs. I used to make uh, mixtapes, um, mm-hmm. like, but recording off the radio. Yeah. So I would have to hold the tape recorder mic up to the speaker of a radio. So my father, like, you would hear my father yelling in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I made a mix. I used to, yeah, just make a lot of mixes in high school in general. And I remember I had this amazing idea where I was like, it would be so cool to make a mix where the first letter of each song spells, like, will you go to prom with me? And you could give it to someone to ask them to prom. So I made it, like, years before even my prom would have happened. And then, like, (laughs) I didn't ask anyone to prom, and I never used it for anything. Do you remember what the songs were that you used for the letters? Honestly, I probably have it on my old computer. I can look. 
You gotta like find an occasion to go to a prom to use that. <laughs> I think any occasion in which I'd now go to a prom would be creepy. <laughs> Grounds for uh, legal action. Yeah. Oh yeah, so like uh, I have Under the Bridge by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. If you guys know that song. I don't ever wanna feel Gold Lion, the Yeah Yeah Yeahs, if you guys remember that song. Gold Lion's gonna tell me where the light is. Piazza New York Catcher is the P in prom. I want you to want me. Cheap trick. That's the I and with. What's the M? The M in prom is uh, Marching Bands of Manhattan by Death Cab for Cutie. Wide enough for a marching band to march out. Can you sing it? Mm-mm. All I right. can't. All right. Stevie, can you? No, I don't actually know that song. Which, like, this is actually an experience I have often. I never know the songs that people are talking about, like, even growing up. Mm-hmm. I have this, like, very distinct memory of being in my friend's house, and they put on that Maroon 5 song, This Love. Do you remember that mm-hmm. song? Yeah. And, like, they all knew all the words, and they were, like, you know, singing along to it. And I had never heard it before, and I had, like, no idea what was going on. And I felt like shame about it. And I went home and, like, listened to that song on repeat because I was like, it felt really important that I learn it. Yeah. Um, hey, you mind if I uh, switch gears here for a moment? Please. Sure. Do do you guys ever? Um, I'm I'm just wondering if this is something that other people do. But do you ever think about like what songs you would like to be played at your funeral? Like it's a very self indulgent feeling. Like it's just yeah. like when I'm in a very like self indulgent kind of mood, which is often. And I'm thinking that would be a good <laughs> song. Really make everyone cry and think about me. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if I have a... Do you have, like, a go-to answer? Yeah, what's your go-to funeral song? (laughs) I actually have, like, a little bit of a playlist in my head. So I think, like... Do you know that song, um... That Groucho Marx song, Hello, I Must Be Going? No. Shockingly. Hello, Hello, I Must Be Going. going. I'm here to say I cannot stay. I cannot stay, I cannot... Uh, And I think, like, that would be kind of sweet. People would, Yeah, that would be sweet. Yeah. Jonathan, if I may be so bold as to produce your funeral. Please, God willing. What if at the end of the whole thing, you know, they were like, well, we just want to thank everybody for coming and whatever. And then <laughs> you could have sun in an empty room come in and really. <laughs> it should be like literally like the person gives the eulogy and like right as they finish speaking, it's like. Exactly. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad the idea of my funeral is so amusing to you both. Um, uh, what would be the most disrespectful? Like, let's say you were planning the funeral for someone you hated. I think the most disrespectful would be like that song that used to play on the Six Flags commercials. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, of that dancing bald guy. Ah, <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, yeah. What about the worst song to be playing at your failed engagement? Like you propose, but the person says no. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden the mariachi band shows up and like strikes up that song that you paid them mm-hmm. money to play. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, In that case, I feel like it would just be like a good like classic, like she loves you or something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like she loves you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but she's walking away. And you can't get the mariachi band to stop playing it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're just following you, chase after, and they follow you. <laughs> uh, How about I got a feeling that tonight's going to be a good night? <laughs> that would be like really good. Peace. <laughs> that tonight's going to be a good night. That tonight's going to be a good night. What about the worst song to walk down the aisle to? Like, <laughs> instead of Here Comes the Bride, you want to do something a little... A little, yeah. a little less typical. I feel like, again, that Six Flags song would be pretty bad. Oh, my God, that horn. And you act like you're honking a horn while you walk down the aisle. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This episode is brought to you by the Inspire Collection by Kalia. Ladies, your workouts are about to get an upgrade. The new Inspire leggings by Kalia are exactly what you want when it comes to activewear. It's their most versatile collection yet. They look good, feel good, and stay put. Using Lycra Adaptive Fiber, it compresses and molds to the body like a second skin. And it's unbelievably stretchy, so you can move however you want. Shop the Inspire collection by Kalia now, exclusively at Dick's Sporting Goods. Uh, hey, you know, um... If were you guys enjoying all of this music that I was spinning for you guys as we were talking? Yeah, I felt like I was at the club. Yeah. You know, if uh, people out there enjoyed those songs and want to relive the memories, they could go to the Spotify playlist that we created. That's right. Yeah, we'll put a link in the show description. It's called Goldstein's Way Cool Playlist. That's uh, that. It's called Goldstein's Far Out Hits. No, it's not. It's called Goldstein's Party Party Faves. It is. That is what it's called. To get the party going. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's Goldstein's, Goldstein's party, party Faves to get the, to get party, the party going. going. Yeah. You know, speaking of music, uh-huh. I spoke to a man named Glenn. Um, his mom, Madeline, is 94 years old, and a couple of months ago, she was moving from 
the house that she lived in for many years into a smaller apartment. Mm-hmm. And during the move, she came across this box full of 78s, this long-forgotten box of these uh, these records of her singing when she was just 20 years old. Wow. Yeah, this is back in uh, 1946. Uh, and And Glenn was telling me that when his mom was young, she loved to sing, but since her family was so poor, uh, she had to give up the prospect of having a singing career in order to support her family. They were really, really poor. My grandparents were Russian immigrants. My grandfather couldn't read or write. He sold bananas on a on a push cart. That hmm. was what he did. Mm-hmm. Things were things were tough. You know, like a birthday gift sometimes was like a piece of fruit. Yeah, I mean that's how bad things were. And my grandmother was raising five kids. And my mother, she loved to sing, and that was wonderful. But there was a certain reality to life, you know. When you took these records out and you played them for the first time, even that might have been a trick, right? To find a record player and one that played at the 78 speed. (laughs) That's exactly correct. We finally found somebody who had a record player that could play 78s. And uh, when I heard him, Oh my goodness. It was wonderful. My mother said she estimates that the last time she had listened to the discs were maybe 60, 65 years ago. Just absolutely incredible to to hear her sing at the age of 20. In listening uh, to the songs for the first time, was it tinged with a little bit of sadness for you to just hear? Oh yeah. It was because... I knew how much she always loved to sing, and I and I know that if things were different, then maybe she could have pursued a career. And um, it just gave me insight into a whole different aspect of her life that she had kind of tucked away, you know. And um, I just want my mother to have a little happiness. In fact, um, let me. She's in the other room. Let me go get her, and so she can say hello to you. Hello, hello Madeline. Oh yes. Hi. How are you? I can't hear you. I think you're a little far away. Hi, Jonathan. Hi. Oh, there you are. <laughs> hello. Good, good. Hello. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I was just talking with Glenn a little bit about the discovery of the 78s. How do you like that? Yes, yes. I just loved to sing, and I didn't know anything other than that I wanted to sing. What did it feel like for you to, to have to give that up? Well, I sort of expected not to get too much of anything. You know, times were not too good. So I sort of developed a maybe a wall in front of me that don't be disappointed. I knew it couldn't be. I was hoping it would be. And uh, I just took it as it came along. Over the years, I mean, were there times when you'd see other singers getting famous, where it right. made you kind of think about yourself a little bit or, yeah. you know, yeah. feel... Yeah. I, I would say uh, to myself, I'm as good as them. <laughs> and when you listen to yourself, do you think, do you feel a connection to that person that you used to be, or does it feel like just a whole other person? Well, I can almost think back to those days. And 
feel when I'm singing a song or a phrase. I just remember doing it. Wow. It's amazing. Yes, yes, yes. After all those years, it's, it's a good feeling. I just sit back there and just listen. I relax on the chair, on the couch, and I hear something different every time I hear it. A different note, how I sang the note, huh. and I smile a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Is there something about these listening to these records that feels like uh, like a time machine? You're right. You're right. Absolutely. A good time machine. Oh, you mean that bringing back good things? Are good things is is bringing good good thoughts, good ideas, good everything. It brings you back the good memories. That's right. That's right. The we don't the other ones we threw away many years ago. You see the bad ones. We're just looking for the good. <laughs> you have to think that way. Yes. Yes. Um, I, I I don't know if you're comfortable doing this, but would is there any way that you would? Be able to favor us with a few lines. And you want me to sing them to you now? I mean, if you had, if you had it in you, I don't want to put you on the spot. No, no, no. Tear a star from out the sky, and the sky feels blue. Tear a petal from the rose, and the rose weeps too. Take your heart away from me. I almost forgot the words. <laughs> it's a long time ago, forgive me. Ooh. 
You can listen to all of Madeline's music at madelineforman.com, and it should be up on Spotify pretty soon as well. We'll put a link in the show notes to that and to our playlist. And we'll be back next week with a new check-in with best-selling novelist Curtis Sittenfeld. Do you like music? Both teams party faves to get the party going. Both teams party faves to get the party going. Both teams party faves to get the party going. Both teams party faves to get the party going. Both teams party faves to get the party going. Both teams party faves to get the party going. Both teams party faves to get the party going. Both teams party faves to get the party going. I spoke to a man named Shadowfax. A little less typical. I spoke to a man named Eric Clapton. Good one, Eric. Here comes the bride. Here comes the bride. Here comes the bride. It sounds all tinny and funny. Old scenes party fades to get the party going. Old scenes party fades to get the party going. Sounds like a tea kettle boiling.